People say he ain't no good And I'm crazy as a loon Cause I shave my head in the morning And pick guitar in the afternoon Just like old Chief and Charlie I like to lay around in the shade Well I ain't got no money But you better believe I got it made Cause I ain't asking nobody for nothing Just leave this bald-headed country boy alone. Before this episode of the Josh Terry Podcast gets started, we want to thank all of our sponsors. 3B Construction and Roofing, Your Choice Healthcare, Lori's Dive-In, DPF Alternatives, and they have a new address, by the way. It is 288 Edington Highway, Gray, Georgia, 31032. Nobles Networking, Project K9 Hero, who is a lifetime sponsor of the show. If you would like to figure out how to be a lifetime sponsor of the show, please message me now. Cottonfield Grill, Pearl Promoting, Back Road Park, and Event Venue. Don't forget, November 10th and 11th, we are over there for their Veterans Day celebration. Friday night is Tristan Baugh and Confederate Railroad. And on Saturday is Miss Ella Langley and Trey Lewis. I'll be hosting the event. It is going to be an awesome time. Do not miss out. Tickets are available now. Cashman's Pub, Down Yonder Hat Co., Deep South Chemical, and we're bringing back an old feature that we haven't done in a while. Our Spotlight Song of the Month, an artist spotlight, is on Mr. Hunter Mounts and Kyle Austin. They just put out a song called Collar Greens. I really, really like it. I'm going to play it for you in a couple weeks whenever these boys come into the show. So do me a favor now. Go follow both these guys on social media and download our Song of the Month, Collar Greens, by Hunter Mounts and Kyle Austin. Better than basic. Uh, Miss Erica does our website. She does all our graphic design. She does everything for us. Please go check them out now for any of your social media needs, marketing needs, whatever. And check out the Josh Terry Podcast.com, our official website. Grab some merch while you're there. And please leave a review and rate the show if you love this. Please help me grow. All I need you to do is take five minutes out of your time, go to Apple, Spotify, however you listen to the show, and leave a review. Leave us five stars. It helps us more than you know. I'm grateful for each and every one of y'all. Thank y'all for making the show what it is. Now, I'll stop with the business side of the show now, and we'll get to talking. Thank y'all for listening. Enjoy the show. Thank y'all for tuning into the Josh Terry Podcast. We haven't had a shit show in a while, and I've been trying to get both these some bitches on this show because there ain't many people on TikTok that I find fucking funny. I think most people are overrated assholes, to be real with you, and you don't find fucking real no more, especially in men on social media. I mean, you got my boy Justin Danger and Goose and John Michael and all them. They're cool as fuck. I love them boys to death. They've been on the show. But these two some bitches, it's like looking in a fucking mirror. These two are fire. I want to introduce you to my guys, Rebel to Scum. What's up, brother? What's up, man? What's How you doing up? today? I'm good, man. I'm I'm a little high, so like that. I think we all are. Good start. Yeah, that's a good start. Yeah, and I want to introduce you to this motherfucker right here, dude. First time I saw your videos, I fucking shit my pants laughing. And then when I saw your name was uh, Tardfuck 
on there. I was like, oh, this is my dude. What's up, brother? Uh, what do you say, man? You gotta get a little closer to your uh your mic. <laughs> hey. Okay, I'm I'm I've, I've never done this before. Are you good? I always want to hear you loud and clear. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I might have to just hold it. I might just have to hold it. Let's go hold the some bitch. I don't care. Okay, okay. you doing all right? Like, you doing all right? I like them shades, by the way. <laughs> well, I, I appreciate. It. I got. I wanted some pet vipers, so I went out. I just did it. Did you? Uh, yeah. Well, I had to pull the trigger on. I ended up getting LASIK. I had. I wore glasses, and then I got LASIK surgery, and I was able to get the pities. And so I just kind of did that for me, and it fit uh, pretty are we, well. Are we it, wearing pities the whole interview? You, I'm, I'm wearing know. mine. I never take my shit off. <laughs> Hold on. Dude, dude, well, son. Otherwise, this is too obvious, you know? Oh, fuck, dude. You, yeah, a- I, you can't walk to the grocery store looking like it's up here, especially smelling the way I do, yeah. which is reeking of marijuana. <laughs> Yeah, uh, so I wear glasses all the time, like going out to bars and shit now and everything. Everybody's like, oh, he just thinks he's cool. They don't realize I have such a fucking lazy eye. And anytime somebody wants to take a fucking video or a picture, like my, I don't have a lazy eye until I'm drunk. But as soon as I get fucking hammered, oh, my shit is fucked. So I wear them all the time now, dude. Damn it. You can't not rock the pities, man. And I got a big ass melon, okay? Like my head is huge. Okay. They have the they have the extra wide head ones. Yeah, like like look, this ain't even like this is this ain't even just because like I have to wear very large hats. Okay, they don't you can't just get me a hat from the store and put it on my big ass melon and say put that on. That both, ain't work. both of you look like large individuals. How tall are y'all? Uh, I'm six four. I'm six two. I am a little motherfucker. Fuck you guys. I am 5'10 on a good day. You guys are fucking, you look like linemen. I do. Like uh, NFL linemen. I'm definitely, I'm definitely a yeah, the only thing that kept me out of the NFL was I suck at football. <laughs> <laughs> only thing, man. That's the only thing. I like the fact that both of y'all was like, before we start this, I'm getting high. Because, oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm. I'm. As soon we got a new sponsor on the show, uh, I'm gonna start talking about their stuff tomorrow. But I had made some videos last week about some mushrooms, and this dispensary reached out to me, and they sent me a fucking massive amount of shit. So, like, probably the next episodes for the next two months, I am gonna be high as a goddamn kite the whole fucking episode. You mean to tell me you have a mass supply of mushrooms, and we're doing this over the phone? I feel like. We could have we could have been more productive if we were like in the wilderness on some chocolates. Well, I don't know yeah. where either one of y'all are fucking from because my goal with this is is to get y'all to Nashville and fucking record an in person group show oh, to where yeah. we are just fucking plowed. We're gonna go to where are you from, big fella? Me? Yeah. I am from uh well. But do you know where Elizabethtown, Kentucky is? Uh, I've seen a movie about it. Well, it's, it's very, li- very little of that film was was filmed there, uh, to be honest with you. But it, there's a little... God has a little asshole just to the left of that on the map. And that's where I live. Oh, so you're not far from Nashville then? Nowhere, a little west of E-Town. What are you, about four hours from Nashville then? Uh, shit, I don't know. I hardly ever leave that. My property. Fuck yeah, dude. 
<laughs> I haven't got to leave the house. I ain't going to, bro. Yeah, say you've got warrants without saying you've got warrants. I hardly I, ever I, leave the house. Dude, I, 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 uh, I denounce society as a whole anymore. Dude, I want what I want to find is like a big group of grown ass men, badass ladies, whether you're married or not or whatever, and start a fucking communion. Or whatever it's called, commune or whatever. I'm so tired of motherfuckers <laughs> in this now, world. If you, if you, call it a commune, if you want to you know, hear some shit, like dude, my, neighbor, my neighbors are uh, in this cult. Uh, I don't know how much to talk about. Like I've mentioned it a couple of times on my videos. I'm not lying. Like they're they're part of this group of families that's in this religious group where they make as many babies as they can real quick while they're fertile until like they got. <laughs> they've got a bunch of kids uh and they they're just working all the time then no neither parent works uh to get self-sustaining so in the apocalypse they have mass the the most kids to survive to take over the world i fuck that is insane no man i've seen like half a million dollar tour buses go up that driveway yeah even 30 minutes they they get funded by something else because like i said neither none of them work they got like eight kids the oldest kids take care of the youngest kids. You never see them playing. They just look broken. Like they'll be out there. They had one boy do <laughs> till like four acres with a hand, like a hand tiller. Fuck that shit. And then they come back and went over again with a tractor. And I didn't understand that. Well, they do some back asswards shit. If they're living like that, it's probably everything's back asswards. My sister was a fucking meth head for a long time. And so she tough. went straight from meth to being in a cult, a Jesus cult. And Man, uh, she just needed extremes, it sounds like. Yeah, like she couldn't yeah. go from <laughs> Yeah, me and her have never been close, but the second she joined a cult, I started fucking ripping on the cult. And like they sent me some letters and shit. Like pretty much telling me I was gonna go to fucking hell. And it's like I'm I'm not the one fucking living off in the woods somewhere just reproducing babies and shit and telling kids they can't go to school. Y'all doing some sketchy shit. It ain't me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I'll tell you from personal experience. After you do math, there ain't much wilder than that. That's some crazy shit. I had no, uh, I no, I did, I did my fair share of crystal meth uh, there for a few years. I you, rest in peace to the fucking lawnmowers and weed eaters and shit. Still took part. I got a Poland wild thing. I can't bring myself to throw away because it runs so damn good. But I kind of fucked it up. You'll never go back there. I got a buddy that's from Kentucky, and his name's James. I swear to God, he's in coal mining his whole life. He was in the military and everything. You're the only person I ever talk. Like, y'all have this whole different fucking accent in Kentucky. That is, it's almost hard to understand, but when you do get the bits and pieces that you understand, mm -hmm. you're never not fucking funny. That's why I'm a threat to the establishment, brother. Like, hey, I can't pick this accent up. You, you'll never see the subtitles on my TikTok video. I'll be exactly right. I can talk to you. It's like wind talkers. It's That's like tuck forward wind talkers versus AI. I can talk to you, and the, and the computer can't figure it out. Damn. Bro, I'll be watching one of your videos and be like, the, reading the subtitle. That's not what he fucking said. Uh huh. It's <laughs> like, cool, isn't it? Where yeah, uh, cool. Rebel? Where are you from? Oklahoma, man. You got any good stories about where the fuck you're from? Like he does with the Colts before we get started. I mean, there ain't no. Listen, we had Joe Exotic, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, there is not a level of cuckoo I could get that is going to rival that son of a bitch. Okay, like. <laughs> 
You can't. Well, how do you follow up the 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 gay poly guy with a tiger zoo? You know what I'm saying? Like, you can't. I can't beat that. I'm still blown away by how fucking big that got. Like, that is the most backwoods fucking shit, and it blew up bigger than almost anything I've ever seen blow up. There's just, for some reason, an abnormal amount of time. We had a fucking tiger NATO, bro, and I wish I was joking. The fucking tiger safari got busted open, and we're during the tornado, and then uh, there was ro- tigers roaming around in a tornado at the same time. How far away are you from there? Uh, where he's at, see, I'm, I'm just south of Norman, probably not far, maybe, maybe an hour, if that. Was it a bit, I mean, it had to be a fucking huge deal when the documentary and all that shit came out, but was it big, oh, be- yeah, yeah. was it big before then? I mean, people knew, like, people knew about the tiger safari and stuff like that, yeah, like, there was plenty of people that went down there, some people that knew him, like, uh, like, Facebook, especially, like, you know, all the locals, like, people that didn't know him or knew somebody that knew him, or, like, there was a whole lot of talk about it, but, in fact, you know that Seth Wadley hat that he wore all the fucking time in the damn documentary? I, I can't remember it. Okay, well, Seth, Seth Wadley was in the car dealership here in Oklahoma, and in the thing, he had a Seth Wadley hat. Seth Wadley brought those hats back after that documentary aired because people <laughs> wanted the fucking Seth Wadley hat. Like, old-school-ass ones they used to sell back in the day, they brought them back. They're like, all right, cool. You want a Tiger King fucking Seth Wadley hat? Here you go. It's one way to sell fucking cars <laughs> right there, dude. Yeah. Bring them in for a but hat, like, leave them with a Chevrolet. Everybody asks, brother, why are you so outlandish all the time? I have to keep up with Tiger King, okay? Like, I'm, I'm not gay, and I'm not polyamorous, and I don't have a tiger zoo, so I'm really losing the fight right now. Okay, I had a raccoon for a little bit. That was fun. And I, you know, like, I, I, if I could have a raccoon zoo, maybe I'd, be, maybe I'd be in business. You know what I mean? Well, the thing I like about both of you, you just said you were outlandish. I like the fact that the shit that both of y'all post, you just don't give a fuck. There's no, I mean, there's, you don't sit there and you don't think about it. I don't have, I've got respect for the folks that take hours of editing and all this kind of stuff to make yourself look good. That's one thing. That's fucking cool. I like the people to just like, I think I thought of something funny. I'm going to put a fucking video out. Yeah. And you, and you guys are fucking right now. Y'all two are my favorite ones to watch. Man, I appreciate that. And my, my, like, listen, man, pre COVID on the top, was was like prime time. You could fucking it, it was fun, man. They weren't trying to get everybody to buy stuff on the TikTok shop every five minutes. You know what I'm saying? So like you could act a fool and have some fun. We used to be wild, bro. I can't even go live anymore. They ban my lives because I talk about buttholes too much, apparently. So they don't like it. So yeah, I quit doing the lives a while ago. I only get on there like I work with some uh, veteran charity organizations and stuff like that. Uh, I'll get on there and I'll raise money for them, direct people towards their stuff about once a mm-hmm. month. But besides that, you can't fucking do nothing no more. I had a video last week and it was the the largest video I'd done. It was like at 5.5 mil in like three days. And it had made me a nice little chunk of change. And it wasn't mm-hmm. hurt nobody. It wasn't against community guideline violations. It got took down at probably like five mil. And the second I appealed it, they gave it back, said it wasn't against any violations. And then it got to about 5.4 or 5.5, and it got brought back down. And uh, I'm trying to go back and forth with some folks right now to get it back up because of the money involved with it. But it was only because of fucking assholes reporting it. Like, it wasn't it wasn't TikTok. It wasn't fucking nothing else. It wasn't illegal shit. It was assholes. Yeah, we call them flaggers. Yeah. I, what'd you say? 
call them flaggets. They're in there. They're just flag, flagging your shit all the time. Black jawed flaggets. I was sitting here when you said that. I was, as soon as you said that, I was like, I know I've got the gay community and all the rainbow warriors and shit that love my show. They're going to be like, what the fuck? But that right there is funny. That's They're going to fucking love that shit. Yeah. Well, they're flaggets. <laughs> I can't tell you. There's no way yours doesn't tard. There's no way that your shit doesn't constantly get reported and banned. Oh, it fucking does. And you'll see, like, you will go, but you can go back and look at my quality of content at when I quit giving a fuck. Like, you quit. It makes you quit trying to an extent. Mm-hmm. It's just like, it ruins the joke if you can't deliver it properly. You know what I yep. mean? Like, yeah. Yep. I have to fucking tiptoe through the tulips to tell you this fucking joke so I can bring you some laughter. And then you're just going to yep. play. Well, oh my God. You saw And then they, you'll see the pressure like go up and down. You know what I mean? Like you'll get away with some shit for a while, but then you won't, you know? And then like I had them go back years, you know, and flag stuff from literally years ago and it got took down. Uh, it, mm-hmm. And I just feel like if it met terms and conditions through multiple of the updates, then how can, it's ex post facto, you know, yeah. how can you take that from me now? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it gets me the most is they've got this now they've got a little button, you know what I mean? You can put, I made a video about this the other day. You can hit like 18 plus only or whatever, but all the, all the guidelines that they have in place so that little kids don't see shit from adults. They keep those in place when you push the 18 plus button. So why in the actual fuck did you give me a button to not let kids see it and then still keep little kid rules in place after I push that button? One well, that's a point I brought. Any goddamn sense. A point I brought up before is that they intentionally make the terms and conditions so vague that really yeah, they could perfect. flag anybody for anything and they'd be like, damn, well, they got me on that. And then they can just systematically go through and snuff out just individuals, you know, like, well, you broke the guidelines here, here, and here, and now you're an account restricted or you're dialed back mm-hmm. in the algorithm. So that way, from a legal mm-hmm. standpoint, later on, if all this damn Biden fucking telling the damn uh, that got reversed the other day, uh, Biden, that judge in Louisiana, did you see this on the news? The Supreme Court, the, the, do you remember the judge in Louisiana? That's that blocked the Biden administration from speaking from uh, getting with Facebook and X and stuff like that uh, about. Do you remember this? I, I kind of remember something about it. OK, well, the Supreme Court just the other fucking day reversed that and then said, yes, the Biden administration can work with Facebook. This that, the other thing. It's no longer legally blocked. And you can literally go do that exact fucking day. And you can see all of a sudden my numbers went like there's such an abrupt turn and it always adds up to different political events that have happened in the past little bit over all this shit. Because with the last election, talking about the fact that they covered the Hunter Biden laptop, it's made them cover it up, saying it was Russian disinformation. And it fucking wasn't. That was his damn laptop. You know, we figured that out. Mm -hmm. But they snuffed out the story. And that would have, in theory, played a big part in the election at that point. That would have ruined Joe Biden if it really came out in all its glory at yeah, that point. The thing is with stuff like that, though, 
there's been shit from every single fucking president that when it got down to it, like I'm not, I used to be real conservative, but then I realized <laughs> that I like drunk. Uh, I like drugs a lot. And I also like the fact that a bunch of my friends are from a different lifestyle than me. And they've been way cooler to me than some of these extreme fuckers on the right. So now I'm an independent, if anything. So like, <laughs> Yeah. There's been so many presidents we've had that the laptop a thing was a big man. fucking deal for Biden, mm -hmm. but there's a big fucking deal for everybody, though, you know, because I think, suck. I think yeah. the left and the right are honestly wings of the same bird. I think 99% of people can get along in somewhere in this realistic middle and they, they polarize people to keep them separated when realistically we're all pretty freaking similar. A one thousand. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Bro. When you when you really get down to it, like people talk all the time on social, media. you can tell the people, especially with this newer, younger generation that have never talked to people outside of social media. You know what I'm saying? You can tell by the shit some people get on about. Like you have never had a conversation with a person in public, have you? That is no. that is embarrassing. But you've got this. They try so hard to just assume that everything is one extreme or the other. When in reality, it's most of us are all playing together, making fun of the people on this side and this side at the same time. Like Abby, most people, absolutely. most people in this fucking country are more center than they are left or right. I promise you that. Yeah, most people just want to just want to get along. You know, like people throw that that word hate around real like a lot, but I don't think y'all understand. If, a mother, if these motherfuckers were actually as hateful as you say they are, there'd be a lot more violence than there is now. And that's saying a lot for fucking America. Let's just get that fucking straight. Well, okay. there's not, there's not, a, the reason why there's not more violence, though, is like, I don't know how old y'all are. I'm 36. So, okay, both of y'all is going to be in the same boat as me then. We were raised in a generation to where, to where if we talk shit, we backed it the fuck up. There wasn't a computer screen blocking mm -hmm. you there wasn't a like a keyboard that was where you can fucking go report somebody's account and get their money took or whatever like if you were going to run your fucking mouth back in the day in school or whatever with us you had to fucking throw hands you had to be a fucking man or you had to be a grown woman that if you're going to run your mouth you're going to run them hands and now you don't have that today now you got all these fucking keyboard gangsters and all these motherfuckers that just want to be you know, fucking screen warriors or some bullshit like that. Like it's that that's why all of us hate the shit. And they're like, oh, this is cute. We're just gonna fuck these people. Yeah. Because why not? Fuck people having fun. Yeah. Nobody wants other people to have fun. Okay. I I've said this before. I'm not a homosexual, but I'm not gonna go stop if there was 10 dudes renting out a hotel room that wanted to fucking have a circle jerk all fucking night. Absolutely. Why would I be having this day? Fuck, buddy. Hey, I'm happy for you. If you fucking go try to spoil that, you're just an asshole. Yeah. There's no way around this shit. If you're trying to spoil someone else's life for the sheer purpose of I don't like it, you're a fucking dick. Okay? Legitimately, if you have no other reason other than I don't think so, that's not a good enough reason to tell somebody else how to live. Period. Like, I, I think one thing I realized <laughs> one thing I realized is that if I if I do have problems with certain people based on certain aspects of their background, really, there are beautiful people from all walks of life. And the only person that I'm fucking in this situation is me because I have friends from all backgrounds. And if I had judged them in such a way 
I wouldn't have them as the awesome friend they are now. So mm -hmm. really, uh, you know, that's that's well, kind of just oh. well. There's too many people that don't. They like they'll sit here and say, regardless of what walk of life you come from, what gender or whatever the fuck you say you are, like you don't realize the difference in equality and supremacy. So these people don't mm -hmm. want to be fucking equal to everybody mm -hmm. else to where you talk mm -hmm. shit across the board. They don't want that. They want they, want to, they want to be fucking untouchable. That, and that's they what they turn. Yeah, it's just like, okay. Not. But yeah, there's no reason to be that way. Yeah. Like, yeah. No, there, there's really not. But uh, I think also it, it's a big, it's a whole big social construct because it, as the tides turn, as more people start to see through that sort of ignorance, it just doesn't work anymore. And we're starting right. to see that now. People are starting mm -hmm. to realize that, wait, we've been pushed apart for so damn long. Really, I, those people are cool. Those people, and it's kind of, it's all played out. Everybody's mm -hmm. going to be tired together. Uh, I, think, I think it's there. I think we're at the cup. The, the the precipice of it uh, right we're, now. We're definitely we're definitely at the point where everybody is realizing we're all getting fucked by the same pre people. Yeah, and we're like, wait a second, <laughs> hasn't been yeah. this guy the whole time, you son of a bitch. <laughs> and I think everybody's just finally figuring that shit out, pulling their heads out of their ass. You know, well, well what's really fucking them is the people that they're wanting to cancel. Like, it's really hard for them to sit here and say, oh, let's cancel the three of us that are on here right now. But then somebody in their camp is doing the same fucking thing that we're doing, and then you mm -hmm. don't. So the hypocrisy of it is what's getting everybody in fucking trouble and making them look like they're so fucking stupid. It's like, no, you're picking and choosing who you want mm -hmm. to fucking go after. Why aren't you going after this dude? Oh, no, he's got the same, belie he's got the same beliefs to me. What? That's why they hate Elon Musk having X so much because he's so independent from it. Every other person has been able to be bought, including Mark Zuckerberg. The whole, you know, everything else is pretty well bought and paid for. But Elon is a threat to the establishment and the fact that he can allow whatever, you know, and it's kind of it's the it, there is a, a power there to expose the rest of the system cut and dry because yeah. like, man, I I think, you know, you don't have to fool everybody. You just have to fool enough people for long enough to get so much power. But then it's kind of, it's, it, that's, that's a critical, uh, thing in the, in the whole. What? <laughs> what did you say? I'm on uh, shit. I'm trying to illustrate this. I, <laughs> I think uh, we all are. So really, that now they're trying to discredit Elon Musk. Because if his algorithm, if he makes it transparently, completely true, so that whatever news you're being exposed to or whatever, if he makes it to where we can tell that it is true, that is really how it goes, then these algorithms that lean one way or another uh, get exposed in Facebook and TikTok and Google. Mm -hmm. Go to Google, look up the news, go to DuckDuckGo, look up the news. Yeah. You know, it, uh, the entire yeah. algorithm is meant to sway people a certain way. Mm -hmm. I think everybody, I think the establishment is worried about Elon because he's either one of two things. The motherfucker or three. He's either from the future, a fucking alien, or he's the next evolution of, of people. Like, I think Elon was born in a fucking lab if he's not an alien or from the future. 
I think he is. He does got a small face. He could be ever seen in your life. That's why. That's why he won't sell out because he has enough money. You know what I mean? And the autism in him doesn't give him the inherent greed. Yeah. Just screw everybody. You know what I mean? Like he, he trolls people all the time. Like, and you'll catch it, and dumb people won't realize they're being trolled. But uh, Elon Musk is the coolest autism troll ever. ever. And he's just getting Elon, his own world designer rockets and shit. You know, he's like, oh, I think I'll save the universe from, you know, uh, evil companies in charge of social media. He's just going about his business, and we so happen to be lucky enough to be blessed by his autism and his money. <laughs> I've talked about this with several people on the show. I think, and y'all are probably going to be like, what the fuck? I think autism and Down syndrome people are the next evolution of people. Like, I think that they are the happiest people on the fucking planet because they just love what they love. Like, I think yeah, autism is a fucking... They're worried about the social structures of fucking society and all the bullshit. They just live their fucking life and have fun. Yeah. You ever seen a sad Down syndrome person? <laughs> No, they fucking love every minute. This is some Ralphie Mae comedy from back in the day, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I've you're mad at the word retarded, you're not retarded. You know? Yeah. I fucking and people with autism to me, I swear to God, it's gotta be a superpower. If you can be hyper focused on one thing, if I could be hyper focused on one thing in my life and I could excel at that thing, I would give up whatever I've got going on just to fucking be happy and excel at that one thing. It's like the coolest shit to me. Yeah. Well, I, I was that? diagnosed with Asperger's. Oh, I got it. I got every bit of Asperger's. If in anybody in this world looked like they had Asperger's this year, nah, yeah. yeah. Autism, I, I think right? I seen a poster for it one <laughs> uh, time, and you were actually on That's why I can tell you, I see this on Elon Musk. It's he, I, because I, I, I feel like, dude, I have merch out there. It just sucks. So I can't in all in good faith tell people to buy because then they will and it'll be a waste of fucking money. It's junk. <laughs> you know, but I don't I don't I'm not greedy. Like I'm not wired to be greedy. I just want to do the right fucking thing and I I don't have a choice in the matter. It's yeah. the autism. And that's why I can see this Elon Musk shit. He's just in his own little world building rockets, saving the world, whatever. Yeah. My favorite Elon Musk troll was when he passed Jeff Bezos as the richest man in the world. He tweeted a silver medal at Jeff Bezos. I pissed he, my pants. He's just trolling. He's just I trolling. Literally, like, I, he's I, I had to he's on a different bathroom. echelon than. Oh, well. Echelon, Elon. But he's yeah. just from. He's on another level. He's on a level we can't comprehend because we've never reached that level of success. And what do you do? When you're He's so optimistic and smart bro. that you just did all of it, you know, where do you go from there? If I was him, I'd be trolling too. I wouldn't give a fuck what you thought or I thought or he I've thought. Been, Elon Musk. We can I've, sit here and talk shit. He bought Twitter. For the <laughs> fuck of it. I've never looked you know, at it that way. He's got it was that Tuesday to him. People, they were like, yeah, that dumb motherfucker paid $44 billion for Twitter. It's like, well, he has $130 more billion fucking dollars. <laughs> He'll be fine. You know, it's not like he's starving now. I've, I've, I've never looked at it that way, though. I've never looked at it that way, though, to where, oh, you've got all this money in the world. You can do whatever the fuck you want to. What is he going to do now? What do you do before you got everything you could ever want? I'm going to yeah, go fuck with people. Jeff Bezos is the evil one, and then Elon is like the good <laughs> one. 
Jeff Bezos you know? is just fucking weird to me for some reason. I don't. He I don't, seems I, very gropy. He yeah. just looks like a gropy kind of guy. Like you wouldn't leave your kid in a room alone with Jeff Bezos. I wouldn't I leave me. I wouldn't leave me alone Bezos, with Jeff Bezos. I think Bezos and Zuckerberg are two like spawns from the same alien pod. Yeah. Like I just, I feel like they're what here if, to destroy the world together. That's what I think. They are the aliens. They are aliens. And they uh it's a it's a good and an evil one. Yeah, they're all fucking aliens is what they are. There's no way. I mean, it, it just blows my fucking mind. We're we can't be from the same gene pool. The three of us cannot be the same fucking gene pool as these other individuals. I don't fuck either they're the next stage of evolution or we are fucking just going back to caveman. Well, I love ancient aliens, man. I do too. Oh, but it makes so much sense. Like, when you get down to it, like, you can't disprove any of it, so. Mm-hmm. Well, it's the supported possibility. High, you if you do. Since we're all high, you want to know the craziest theory I ever heard? What? Uh, you know how you got, like, dinosaur bones and dinosaur fossils and, and all that, right? Like, we, we have found in the earth. Um, I met a guy one time, also really high, when we had this conversation. He said, you know, in the in the Bibles and all the old lore and mythos, there's all these giant monsters and all these heroes are slaying and shit. Yeah. Dinosaur bones are just all the bones from all the monsters and all the heroes slayed and all the mythos and shit. Yeah, I could I could actually believe that to be honest. I was with you. like, I did my whole head turned sideways and I just excuse well, me. <laughs> I'm writing something that like I never write out skits for social media or nothing like that. But I got really high off mushrooms one night. Really fucking high. Same. And like and like I came up with a theory and it makes so much fucking sense to me. Like I I'll tell you guys when I release the video, like in a couple whenever I fucking get it perfect. But anyway, because it's so hard to fucking wrap your brain around. But our bodies are made up of what, 70% water or something like that. We have to have water to survive. Mm-hmm. All right, then the world is made up of 71% water, right? Mm-hmm. I think the reason why we have so many different life forms that we can't explain where the fuck they came from or whatever squids, all this other bullshit and everything. I think our world used to be a hundred percent water, 100% water millions of years ago. And I think all these asteroids and shit that have hit us over time came in, had fucking microorganisms from other planets, from other species that hit earth. And when it did, it started evaporating the water. Cause when something gets so hot, or water gets so hot it evaporates, right? So I think all these asteroids brought life from other planets. And that's why we don't have just like one certain species. We have so many other fucking just all this weird shit that we can't explain. And I think the more asteroids hit us, the more water evaporated, the more that land was shown. That's why you have like stories of Atlantis. You have all this other shit. You like, I think that a bunch of us, I think we were fucking mer people probably to start off with. I think we had to learn how that's why we need water to survive. Like we haven't completely lost that evolutionary <clears throat> trait. I think that's where all the shit comes from. Two things. Number one, I need to get higher for this conversation. Number yeah. two, <laughs> um I don't I don't the mer people thing, I I'm one of those people that, like, 60 or 70% of the world's oceans aren't even fucking discovered yet. Like, we don't know yeah. what's down there. Yeah. There was part of the ocean where we have not discovered. Like, there could be all kinds of shit. And you need to tell me that you think there ain't a damn thing that you think it's just empty water and fish down there. 
Yeah, it's not. All this undiscovered land we can't fucking go to, all this shit. You mean, that's like somebody looking me in my eyeballs and saying dinosaurs were real, but dragons are too far-fetched. That yeah. is the dumbest fucking way. A flying lizard is crazy, but a goddamn brontosaurus? Then come on, man. Yeah, there was already I, flying lizards. Jesus. Yeah. I pot in the woods. Have I ever yeah. smoked pot in the woods? Mm-hmm. No. Go out in the woods. Get this is the this is how it's done. You're gonna go out in the woods so far that you cannot see signs of humanity. Far enough out to where there is no visual reminder of humanity. And then you're gonna get as blazed as you fucking can. <laughs> and then you'll understand. Because I have walked through the entire concept that the same matter can't be created or destroyed. So the same shit that's here has always been here. Now, 13,000 years ago, there was a monkey man with a stick that had a pointy rocket <laughs> at the end of it. And he was chasing fucking mastodons throughout there. And then, you know, it shits, it dies, you know. And then time marches on and how we are nothing but a meat suit for an electric meatball up here. The old thinking me and a bunch of electrical currents and that's it. And there has to be more. And I just don't think my electric meatball can process it. All I know is that when I die, I will <laughs> rot down and go back into in the exact same cell, the exact same molecule that I'm made of will become something else. And it will continue to do that until the end of time. And how not shit I really am. In the cosmos of everything, go smoke pot in the woods. It's good chat. It sounds like everybody that listens to the show is going to need to get high before the show starts. What? Yeah, yeah. Put a, maybe it. put a disclaimer. I not believe like if become intoxicated. Uh, make sure you, if you see any like personal info or any shit of mine in the background, try to snuff that out if you do video footage. Yeah, I think we'll be good. I don't. I can't see anything of yours. Uh, okay, we'll make sure. No, I just, I don't, it's so hard. I love how you said that your meatball doesn't understand. I think there's so much shit that we just cannot, we can't wrap our fucking brains. It's it's impossible. Imagine a new color. If the the spectrum of visible light was a little wider, there would be more colors, but it's not. Why isn't it? Damn, why'd you have to say that right now? You don't have, like, there's visible light, there's other, you know, spectrums of shit we just can't see it so you can't imagine it it sounds like we're all on the fucking spectrum right now it is what the fuck it sounds like i'm spectated about that yeah i'm, I'm okay I'm with that. Up. i don't care what i'm on yeah so your two are definitely i already got this lined up we're gonna have to all meet in nashville and do a show and eat nashville. mushrooms beforehand don't no, not doing it, brother. I have too much damn anxiety. You will, you will be bailing me out of job. I will be butt ass naked running down the street. <laughs> That's the point. Yeah. No, I mean, I'll smoke Listen, some I, I'm down. Right, last, time I did mushrooms, last time I, I did mushrooms, I pretended so I was an airplane for like an hour. So I'm 100% here for this whole fucking Yeah, I'm definitely okay. never doing mushrooms get on a fucking airplane. I would lose my shit. No, I pretended I was an airplane. I just stuck my arms out. Oh. Okay, it was fucking wonderful. All right. One pack of Fuck yeah. that shit. Well, you yeah, two, we could fuck just, some shit up. The three of us yeah, could fuck I'm some shit that. up. I'm down with that. Yeah. 
Get a, get like a controlled environment and like maybe do like a live, you know, Let's live just fucking go do podcast. One deals. <laughs> uh, I'll go do one tomorrow. One you find it, I'll go. No, isn't there like other places? Is in fucking, if I, you have to go to another country right now. Back. We'll go. You, you buy it, I'm flying. Yeah, y'all, I'll, fuck it. You find we'll me. We'll show up in the fucking wake. Have you seen my fucking monster truck? No, I haven't seen your monster I'm truck. I'm doing. It's at the shop right now. It's getting injectors put in it. It's a uh, 97 F350 single wheel. The flat band. The 7.3 diesel. The 7.3 power stroke. I got 40 horse over injectors going in it. We will straight up 10 miles per gallon all the fucking way there and do some fucking ayahuasca or just some shit. I, I'm doing next Might week. Actually, if it gets in this week, I'm doing it. Uh, have y'all seen? Have y'all seen? Have y'all seen the documentary on Netflix? It's called "How to Change Your Mind." If you if you haven't watched episode two, it's about psilocybin. I'm doing a professional psilocybin trip next week, like full blown babysitter, and doing the whole. I'm doing two thousand milligrams of psilocybin at one time. Cause it's like a life changing experience. It's supposed to like completely take all your depression, your anxiety, <laughs> your everything away. Like I, I'm doing a whole professional one, and I can't wait. Well, it might be easier for a feller like you, but man, I'm big enough to where if you lose control of me, you're going to need a tranquilizer gun. <laughs> like you're going to put him down. Let me tell you something. I'm six foot four and three hundred pounds. If you lose three hundred eighty pounds, if you lose control of me. There's either going to yeah. be more than you're probably going to need an elephant tranquilizer. If I'm yeah. being hundred percent honest, you're going to need something. Yeah. Luckily, yeah. I'm not a violent person. Okay, yeah. I'm very abrasive and I'm loud as shit. Oh, I ain't going to fight nobody. I'm like hug them. I'm going to hug the shit out of them. I'm like, you're going to hug me, motherfucker. Okay, that's probably going to happen, but. Yeah, I don't think I you get violent. My- yeah, I don't think you're going to get yeah. violent if you're in a controlled environment and like you're supposed yeah. to. You're supposed to have like your most comforting person in your life there with you. Mm-hmm. So like I've got somebody coming to. So like I when I look at them and they're giving me water and shit and that because that's what's supposed to happen. Like I'm comforted by this person, and mm-hmm. they they say as long as you do that route. See, like we were grow- growing up, we were taught shrooms make you see trees talk and all this kind of shit and yeah if you no, eat a fucking man. enough of them you're gonna yeah. see some crazy shit but you're also probably taking a mega dose and you're already nervous going into it like that's the thing mm-hmm. my dad the other day ate some mushroom uh chocolate bars didn't know until the high hit him that something was even up like he had no idea. And my dad grew up in the fucking, he born in 61. And as he likes to say, don't nothing bother him because he did drugs in the 70s and 80s. He did the good shit. So, like, he ain't, sca- he ain't scared. My mom always says, they, it's not the same as it was in my day. Yeah. Yeah. Sure yeah. Like, fucking, my dad ain't scared of shit. He ate the mushroom bar by accident, but he had the best fucking day of his life on that shit. You just have to be, you got to be in a happy mood when you go into it. That's all. Mushrooms, the best way I can describe mushrooms to anybody that hasn't done them, I've only done them a handful of times. I haven't had a bad trip yet, knock on wood. Uh-huh. Um, but it's just, it, anything that stresses you out or worries you or concerns you just leaves your fucking mind, bro. Forever. Like, and there's a, there's a reason. Listen, people can say what they want about drugs and all this shit. There is, it, it is funny to me 
how marijuana and fucking mushrooms, the two drugs that grow naturally on this fucking earth, are beneficial to our fucking brains. Okay, yeah. they have approved mushroom. They're opening a clinic in Oklahoma City for fucking mushroom or dispensary for mushrooms, bro. Like, they've approved the testing on it for I think it's like PTSD and vets and all kinds of shit because there's microdosing mushrooms is is very beneficial to our fucking brains. Well, I mean, it's the only thing that's been known to refire synapses in your brains. It's the only thing that repairs yeah. it. There's a documentary. Uh, it's HBO Real Sports. I don't know what episode it is, but they take MMA fighters. They take uh, football players with concussions. They take one dude with brain damage, and they all give them a psilocybin trip, and then they give them something else. I can't remember what it is on a separate date. The the fucking anxiety's gone. The depression's gone. The PTSD's gone. All of it. It rewires your brain. And also, too, you've been programmed mm -hmm. since birth. I do a lot of fucking reading and shit on this stuff because I'm just, I love it. You've been programmed since birth that whatever you've seen on TV, whatever you've seen in life, whatever you've been told is real, is real. That's not mm -hmm. always the fucking truth. Like there's a whole world that we don't understand that we've never seen because you only judge something one fucking way. You've never been like, oh, like uh, if two plus two is supposed to be four, but what if it wasn't four? I know that sounds stupid as fuck, mm -hmm. but what if it wasn't four? What is just because our whole life two plus two equals four? was not it true. Was actually Q and we don't know anything. Yeah, you don't. You know so I mean? that's what mushrooms do. <laughs> mushrooms are like, hey, let's do a little self-reflection. Let's dive into you. Let's look at what the world that you've never understood. It makes you even a fucking nicer person. Like it's I'm a dick anyway. Like I am the way I was raised, the way I live is a lot of fucking cowboy mafia type shit. Like that's my if I had a creed like I want respect I want everybody to love me that I'm friends with. If you don't like me, I don't give a fuck about you. But, like, it makes me kind of be a cunt the way that I am to people. Mm -hmm. And now, like, in the past couple of months since I started eating mushrooms regularly, I'm such a nicer fucking person. It, it just, just rewires it, you completely. It really does, man. It, it, it's like a reboot. Like, it just... Even even if you even if you do them in more than just microdosing, like, for a few days after you do them, especially, like, you just feel better. Yeah, like you, you're functioning better. You're not as worried about things. Like some of the stresses come back, but like you know how to fucking handle them a lot better. Like, well, even your pain, it's such a good experience. Well, yeah. even even That's your pain, dude. Your pain doesn't feel like pain anymore. I don't know how to mm -hmm. like fucking it. What else that means? Like, there's a lot of people that are getting on mushrooms now and getting off op opioids. My buddy James, who I was telling you about while ago, is from Kentucky. He's a veteran and he goes to the VA now. They give him ketamine treatments and his ketamine treatments work 10 times better than any opioids or whatever that they've ever given him. Well, I'll tell you, uh, cannabis has helped me. Uh, I, well, I told you I did, I did that in math. I did, I, I'm telling you, I, uh, I had me a bit of a bender and uh, cannabis okay. has helped me. Uh, uh, there's no, you math you know, I'm straight up dead, Jay. A good math, good math, and there's one thing that you will, you will, you can if you talk to one. You were talking about your dad. Yeah, he used to do the drugs in the seventies. Man, they will tell you they don't cook dope like they used to. This new dope will kill you. <laughs> Them old dudes, they were doing shit that was so damn pure. They look, they are, they're healthier today because of it. So like it just they get preserved. <laughs> what? What the fuck did you? I don't know what, they, but they did so much. They they could do all they wanted to, and now the shit's so damn dirty. They're gonna fuck you up. They don't cook dope like they used to. You know what's fucked up though? 
My dad will <laughs> probably fucking my dad will probably Kelly, fucking live together. Say they don't cook dope like they used to, and he will know what you are fucking talking about. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Uh, I didn't know it had ever longing life though. That it extended yeah, your fucking yeah, life. I can I can see the commercial now zooming in on some making like it doesn't matter. Man. You talk to him for longer than five minutes, he's gonna tell you all about the dope he used to do. And how they just don't cook it like they used to. He said, I used to move a mountain and just fill the trunk of that car, blah, 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 blah. And he's been doing daily manual labor on a farm, and he's like 80. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm serious. He, he, man, he does all the work on these farms just by himself, and he's just, he's fine. Uh, but anymore, Cheryl Bernie, after a few years, uh, that's what, you ever heard the term burnt? Yeah. Yeah. It was, fu- and, was and, fucking you know, funny. But I was getting good shit. Uh, What's well, fucking funny it, about that is my dad saying that, and I know, I know he had a very wild time from the fucking seventies and eighties. I mean, he talks about it. Now I'm sitting here thinking about how this motherfucker don't ever get sick. How he's in great shape to be sixty-two years old. He still gets out and works hard every single day. Maybe the fucking drugs improved him. Maybe, maybe I'm just here to tell you there is no reason. Why people around here should have been able to figure out that if you take a welder and some chicken feed, you can get the phosphorus. You you, you like zap, fill the chicken feed and water, and then a trough. And you can zap it a certain way with a welder and get the phosphorus to cook. Look, Billy Bob didn't figure that out. You know what I mean? It, somebody figured this out and then transferred the knowledge to him. Did you just give the recipe for fucking meth on my show? Well, that's just that's just some of the shit. Where I live, they only can't, one you, you want to buy Sudafed. You have to have a prescription to get pseudoephedrine. You can uh, get phenylephrine over the counter, but that won't cook. God damn it! The, the lithium batteries, <laughs> lithium batteries are behind the counter. Motherfucker, fuck with me. I know shit. I know. I fucking love <laughs> this. Yeah, you, you gotta be careful if it's that stuff or that stuff with the fish charcoal and formaldehyde, and then they just bury it, and then it's just you don't want to deal with that kind of shit. What do you do? You really it is so commonplace where I'm at. It is unreal. I ran a tire store. I had my I, I was this little life dream bucket goal thing. I started my own used tire business, and it did well for a while. It's dead now, but fucking uh, <laughs> multiple times a month, I would finish somebody's vehicle, and they'd be like. You uh, you do dope. You want a line? Like, thank you for taking care of my car. I was like, no, this is before I ever did it. You know, I was like, no, thank you. Like, I like it too much. At least I knew myself. Yeah. But you have that one drunk little fuck <laughs> off the races. Anyway, but it's just that commonplace. Like, just a guy they just met. He fixed their car and he's like, I wonder if he wants a bump. He's a nice guy. He probably could use a bump today. Good Christian boy just needs a little man. Yeah, good Christian boy needs a bump. Yeah. It's the Christian thing right. to do. You I used it. to work for a. I used you know to work for a is? service. You know what Bofin is? With what? What is? Bofin. Bofin? No, it's Bofin. Yeah, it's been a good. All right, that's when you shove it. You take. You can take a shard and put it on a woman's butthole, and then boop it with a frozen spoon in her butt to eat it. Or you know, but some what? of these. <laughs> yeah. Uh. So if you ever go in a oh, trap house, there's a that, spoon in the freezer. That is why. Yeah, that one's not in Webster. That one's not in Webster's no, dictionary right there. But some dudes, if they don't want to shoot it, but smoking it ain't quite getting them there, you know, and their nose a little bit burnt out, they start shoving it up their ass. Jesus Christ. 
because the needle you don't want to cross over the needle, buddy. It like that's like doing it once is bad, but after you use the needle, yeah, I've never. Oh, hold, 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 hold it on. goes. It don't come. Don't come back needle. from that. It's too much nothing after that. Huh? What'd you say? In your asshole, and then you use a needle. That, that's you don't come back from needle, but shoving it up your ass is pretty. Stupid. No, shoving up your ass ain't nothing. Oh, okay. Well, I'm just I'm just making sure hey, I'm. Wait, wait, you're on meth. You're on meth. You've already made <laughs> bad decisions today. What I believe. I believe you. <laughs> You've done the worst thing. You're already doing crystal methamphetamine. <laughs> what does it matter where you put it? Like you'll. Yeah. yeah, yeah how many yeah, times I'm like, be like trying to pick a little piece of dirt out of the line before I snorted it. I'm like, God damn, the rest of it's math. What does it fucking matter? The leaf in there is the healthiest part of it. Let, let me tell you, you explained shit the way that I needed explained. <laughs> like, you, sense, though, don't it, it does. It, it, it fucking perfectly does. It's, oh, you've already done the absolute worst thing you can do today. Who gives a shit if it goes in my asshole? I'm trying to get high, motherfucker. You know? Jesus Christ. Now, I wasn't the boofer, but I, there was one boy that I used to call John Wilkes Boof. And I didn't know it, but he always acted offended whenever I called him John Wilkes Poof. And then one day he like we were speaking, and he came up to me. He's like, "Man, I'm gonna tell you a story." He's like, "Man, I used to work on this roofing crew, and if when we were working out of town, we go back to the hotel room, people would bust out lines." He said they'd be hitting the pipe, uh, and I I only want to do it one way. I'd go to the bathroom. And I'd shove a shard up my ass, and then I'd waddle out. And he illustrated that, and he said, and I'd just lay face down on the bed and just go. And everybody used to make fun of me for that, for boofing. <laughs> and that really happened. I was like, oh, shit. That's why he got so offended by calling him John Wilkes Booth. <laughs> yeah. Look, if I, you, just, I, if, just, I didn't know. I just had a, I had a, I had a vibe that he might boof. If you two <laughs> lived around me, I'd make us a fucking millionaire within six months. You two are fucking hilarious. Well, I appreciate it wouldn't be that hard if you really think about it. I never did math, but I used to play a lot of Halo with a meth head. And, uh, uh, he good, was wasn't out. he? He was not real good. Like, when I was a kid, he made his field lived He lived in, our, uh, in the closet in the back of our house and cooked a lot of meth. But anyway, um, I had a big knee surgery when I was fucking like 14, 15 years old. I had a big leg reconstruction. So I was in a plaster cast for like three months. And this dude would come in there and just play Halo 2 with me, twacked out of his fucking mind. And I don't think I was privy to it. I was kind of like, all right, cool. He wants to go play Halo. We'd play Halo for fucking hours. And then he'd go back to the closet and cook meth, like a little meth goblin that lived in my closet. Let's not dive into that. Yeah, well, my dad my dad and mom did it. And just, you know, we lost all the shit we had. I don't really have great stories mm -hmm. about meth. No, I don't need no. I actually got some good one. There's a lot of fucking real bad ones. Uh, I, I ain't laughing. I'm crying. Like I ain't really. Yeah, You have to. I go yeah, for like there's this window of time where I started doing meth and then I quit doing meth and then between there it's just gone. It's just gone, you know. And I regret it every day. But fuck, I mean, I might as well. I might as well get the jokes out of it. Yeah, at this you point, have I can't. Well, that's what you're supposed to do anyway. <laughs> you're supposed to take the worst shit in your life. And and not let it control you. You either let your demons control you, or you control them. Like you have to, had, you have to laugh about that shit. I've had people ask me before. You know, I've been doing content for years and years now, 
I've had people ask me, like, Rebel, where do you, like, where does this shit come? Like, how did you come up with that? I was like, that actually happened. Like, life is, when I was, when I was a kid, man, when I, right when I was getting into wanting to do comedy, man, when I, when I was a teenager, I, I want to say it was Blue Collar Comedy Tour, and I think Bill Ingvall said it, the truth is what's funny. And that changed my whole outlook on fucking life. After that, I was like, oh my God, that's fucking hilarious. And then, like, you just, you know, and that, and I've, I have allowed myself to be in, you know, situations where, you know, hey, let's see what's going to happen if we do this. You know, you kind of just got to live wild sometimes. And sometimes some really funny shit happens. Okay. That's how I ended up on math. No, and I never ended up on math. I did get high with, with drag kings and create a religion around this thing called Eagle Dragon one time. But like that, that was a whole other fucking story. You know, like you never know where you're going to fucking end up. Did you say yeah. Eagle Dragon? Yeah, yeah, I got really high. I used to smoke weed with some uh, friends that lived in the apartments for me. They were drag kings, so I'd go over there, and they'd be, you know, talking drag drama and taping their titties down and doing all that mess. And one day, we just decided to create a religion, apparently. Um, and we did, and his name was Eagle Dragon. He was this big, majestic fucking Eagle Dragon thing, and he had a joint in his mouth. I don't know whether I really wish I was part of that conversation or not. Like, I, that's it one was, of those that I might not ever have been that high to do there, that. Man. I don't even know how we got there, bro. But see, that's the problem. I'm like that most of the time. Okay. I'm just thinking of stupid shit 24 7. Okay. Including Eagle Dragon. I was waiting on I was waiting on Tard to talk. Oh no, I was just gonna say one time, uh it rem that kind of reminded me of a story. One one time my, my buddy and I ended up in a damn gay bar because my cousin worked at Dorothy's gay bar. <laughs> Like before I turned 21, he was like, Oh, I worked at George's bar. And I was like, Cool. He's like, When you turn 21, come up here. I was like, Cool. And then somebody told me it was a gay bar. And I was like, No. And I asked him about it. And he said, No, it's not a gay bar, but a lot of gay people go there. And I was like, Okay, whatever. Well, we turned 21. <laughs> we end up, so we drove drunk to the bar. And there are cops all out in front of a sound bar in Lexington, Kentucky. Uh, and we fucking, we couldn't leave because fucking there's cops outside. So we just fucking stayed and it ended up being kind of fucking cool, to be honest with you. You see, the smoking hot chicks get wasted at other bars and they come to the gay bars so that dudes will leave them alone. And then and we follow them there. In there and you, we just, of course, we got approached because we were handsome gentlemen. You know, uh, and we're like, no, we're, we're just fucked up, and we're in the wrong bar. And they're like, okay, well, that woman's straight, and that woman's straight, and that woman's straight. Watch them, and boop, boobies is a falling out left and right. It was a great time. That is fucking great. We, uh, y'all ever seen the movie uh, Midnight in the Garden of Good and Evil? Uh, no, no. You need to watch it. It's about Savannah, Georgia, but it's uh, it's really good. It's got John Cusack in it. It's, I mean, it's fucking a great bookend movie. But there's a very famous drag queen in her name's Lady Chablis. And she ended up having a bar or whatever in downtown Macon. We went one night because I'm obsessed with the book and movie. And so were the people that I was with. And it's a total gay bar. One of the best nights of my fucking life. I had more fun hanging out with them motherfuckers that night than I've ever had in my life. Like me and my old lady were there together. But like they were cool as fuck. It was oh, such a good time. That that community will make like they they're fucking everybody's getting fucked up. I tell you that. And another oh, one, absolutely another fun to party with the Mexicans. Mexicans party so hard, bro. I won't They've do it. Got it down. So much fun. 
Yeah, I can't I can't hang around somebody that can drink that much <laughs> and then get up at six AM and go to work without a hangover. Yeah, and work hard we never thought about doing no, but uh it, it's a it's a real it's a real good time because they're gonna make sure you have fun. Cause everybody's mm-hmm. having fun and those are the rules. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm I'm, I'm, a, I'm a pass on that one. Uh I just don't have any partying. Well, the only time I've ever been around a lot of Mexicans at one time partying was at a bar, and one of the biggest fights ever broke out that night. And it was it was it was very fucking weird. It was a very weird night. And I just don't know many people that are are straight from Mexico. Like the people that are here that are Hispanic are cool as fuck. I love them. But the guys, the guys that come over from Mexico later in life are creepy as fuck to me. They're very, very creepy to me. Well, uh, see, I grew up in Versailles, Kentucky, and there are a lot of migrant farm workers from Mexico yeah. that come there to work the horse farms. That's just that's what happens. And you would so you you meet a lot of they're not Mexican American. They are Mexican. They are yeah. Mexican citizens, and they are you know migrant farm where they're sending money home. Um, and those are the dudes that appreciate life more than we even know because this dude just like fucking hitchhike thousands of miles to come work on a horse farm to provide for a better life for his family. He understands the American dream more than you ever did. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. So there is a whole, that's where that party comes from. Like they are cherishing life every day. And yeah. I'm sure, yeah. You have a way of putting shit. I've never even thought about it that way. I've never thought about what it's like or how they must feel. It not being like fucking what it was over there. The only thing yeah. we know is what it is here. Yeah, it, it, it's an it's really it's inspirational because dude, those dudes will have a smile on their face because they're just happy to be making money to send home to their family yeah. to be mm-hmm. able to feed them. You know, we had we had a moving company quote us like five thousand dollars to move from one house to another when I was a kid. We quoted my my parents that much to move. My dad went and got a U-Haul truck. There was this gas station where, like, you would, if you were a farmer, you would pull up to the gas station, and there was one Mexican that would speak English, and you'd tell him what, you know, jobs would uh, be needing done, and he would talk to the the less English-speaking Mexicans behind him, uh, and and he would get you however many workers that were good at that, and you'd go and get your farm work done. Um, Well, we went, and he, we got, we he, we needed two people, uh, and they they wanted a hundred dollars a piece, and they about shit a brick. When they got it done in twelve hours, we bought them pizza, and gave them two hundred dollars a piece cash money, and they were about to shit because they made double what they were going to, and they didn't fuck up nothing, dude. They were very particular about their work. They got everything was just so, and they can tessellate the back of a fucking. Uh, you know, moving van. They did awesome, and they appreciated it, and they did it for four hundred bucks, and that's half of what they wanted. You know, or did you, twice what they wanted. Did you say tessellate? Tessellate. You know, <laughs> like hit everything. Or like, Tetris. Uh, like you're you going off you, Tetris. Like you tessellate from one side to the other, and just get everything to fit. I didn't know that I'd learn a word from you today. Like so if all the things like, I thought were gonna fucking like, happen, learning a word from you isn't one of them. And now it'll all fit together like pieces of a puzzle. Listen, man, you, you teach people how to make math and teach new words in like twenty minutes, and I think it, that's yeah, it's real life. You real know what I'm saying? Life, I, I appreciate that about you. Yeah, 
You're a, you're a smart dude. Yeah, I'm not kidding. I got a 32 you're, in the south area of the ACT. I'm not a moron. No, you're definitely smart. You know, thank you. You thank made you. me. Yeah, I got to before the end of the year. If I pay for y'all's travel, will y'all come to Nashville and do an in-person show? And us we'll do, do it tomorrow, shit? bro. <laughs> we'll do this shit in person. We'll do it tomorrow. I know, I know, Rebel, you got every day. This is all off the rip. This is just shit that popped into my head as we were sitting yeah. here. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, this is, uh, this is, we're literally just talking out of my ass. Like, I'm not even eating <laughs> money. Eat yeah, money. And it makes way better in person, by the way. Like, do, yeah. do it, like, not like there's a couple things that you don't pick up on until like afterwards, but this would be, even though as good as this is, 10 times better in person. Yeah. Do both of y'all do y'all drink? Uh, I had to quit. See, it turns out. I see. Uh, when when you quit crystal methamphetamine, you end up with uh, various <laughs> behavioral issues. Uh, and so I've been on this mental health journey since then. That's awesome. Uh, and it turns out one of the medicines they put me on does not like alcohol, and that's what it is. That's why I keep doing this ignorant shit, red <laughs> cars, dumb shit. I literally, I just shouldn't. I get. Eh. I just, I just got, I drank so much, man, from the time I was a teenager and through all through my twenties, and then the hangover started to hurt more. And I also realized that weed is just so much better. Yeah, um, yeah. And so I just was like, why? You know, I'll have a drink. I, I say I don't drink, but I'll have a drink. You know what I mean? I'm not. Yeah. I just don't. I'm not gonna go out of my way to go get drunk. I've been drunk, bro. I have fucking been drunk and done and forgotten so many stupid fucking things. Okay, like I've I've done I've done enough of it, man. All right, I've I've put see I've partied with people and put them in the ground and everything else. So I don't I'm gonna smoke massive amounts of marijuana. If you want to do that, I'm all down. Okay. Do, do you two want our end of the year show, uh, which I host? I host writers rounds in Nashville at a big bar, and our end of the mm -hmm. year a show is November the eighth. Y'all let me know if you're free, if you will. I'll put you on the thing as a co-show host, and y'all can get up there with us. November 8th? November 8th. Yeah, y'all let me know when we get done with this, like y'all schedule. Well, I'll, I'll, get, I'll get with my assistant. Mm -hmm. uh, I'll, cons I'll, get in my, I'll get in my Blackberry real quick. Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll see you later. Yeah. I'll I just my watched the pilot real quick. I um, just watched a fucking movie about that. It was so stupid. But anyway, uh, y'all drop your social media real fast. We're going to get off here. That's good because we're going to do another one. If it sucked, I was going to let it go a little bit longer. But this is good enough to where let's do one in <laughs> fucking person. Let's let's give the people what they really are going to want after this shit. Oh, yeah. So tell them all your social media shit real fast. Y'all take turns. And uh, we'll, we'll go get high and spend the rest of our day not on this motherfucker. Go ahead, Tuck. I'm Tuck Fard on TikTok. That's about it. Okay. Uh, that's about it. That was wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> um, Rebel the Scum on Rebel the Scum on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, on Snapchat, which is where the magic really happens. Okay. If you want to join the actual shit show where I can do whatever I want, it's not Rebel the Scum on Snapchat. I uh, Before I ever worked in country radio, dude, I blew up on Snapchat. We used to, I don't have the same account as I had back then. 
but we used to I don't do like either mine got banned. We used to do like Titty Tuesday, Hump Day, all yep. this kind of shit. Yep. And then I then I went to work, dude. I blew like fucking a hundred thousand dollars almost on Snapchat or from Snapchat in like two years. Uh, but um, when I went into radio, they told me I couldn't do it no more, and I was like, I'd much rather have this job now. So yeah. I quit. So I quit doing. I it. Uh, at the peak before my old Snapchat got banned, um, I used to do this thing. I still I try to do it every now and then called Nudes for Vets. Yeah. So like somebody who followed me on Snapchat who was a veteran or active or whatever would message me. And I'm like, all right, cool. Every Sunday I it would be news for vets day. So I post whoever the vet was and any women who followed me who would like to bless that veteran and thank him for his or her service with pictures of their titties, snatch or dirt star were able to do so. And it really was just a, you know, it was a fun thing. Got to where we did it with like uh first responders and stuff. We got to where we did news for first responders and um, I had a couple nurses ask for dick pics a couple times, you know. Like, All right, cool. <laughs> All right, I'll put you on there. Like, you told me, just a fun beat. shit show, man. Just a fun shit show. All right, Rules well, make fun, not fun, okay? There you go. All right, boys. Well, we will definitely get y'all to a in-person show. Y'all are too good. And uh, y'all, please go look up their content. Go download all their shit. Uh, share their shit. Really dive and in also, these boys. They're fucking hilarious. One more plug before I go. Um, before I came on uh, a couple weeks ago, Josh, I think you knew me, the regulators. Oh, yeah, uh, my boy. Greg Runge, uh, Justin Danger Nunley came out for a part, and him and I, everybody said the, the scenes between him and I are going to be just like it was so fucking funny. Just me and him going back and forth. Um, Extinction level event is a mini series. Me and a bunch of your favorite TikTokers have been working on for years now. We finally got it wrapped up. The first part of the mini series we wrapped last month, into last month. Um, Jeremy Littell, they call me Toby. Greg Runs, Justin Danger Nunley, me, the regulators, actually by the desert. I mean, all kinds of fucking people came out for this. And if you want to see us act stupid and kill zombies, just follow ELE miniseries on social media. Fuck yeah. Hey, when y'all get done with this, y'all do me a favor. I'll text both of y'all. But uh, I need y'all to make a TikTok today, too. Don't let me forget. Mm -hmm. Saying that y'all were on the show. And then I can Bet. share both of y'all stuff. Bet. There we go. All right, folks. Well, thank each and every one of y'all. I love y'all. Thank y'all for making the show what it is. And go check out all of our sponsors at the beginning of the episode. And uh, I will see you some bitches later. Love you. Later, later. Peace.